WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Hey, hey, ho, ho. There, my mic's on. Joe, I'm protesting. Hey, hey, ho, ho, Andrew Jackson's got to go. No, you don't feel that way. I know I don't, but I mean, I... They can't come up with any new slogan. They just have to go back to that. That's been around hey, since hey, the ho, 60s. Ho. Hey, hey, ho, ho, Lyndon Johnson's got to go. <laughs> hey, hey, ho, ho, Joe, my grandma's got to stand down for a minute. Okay, you got to start the, the program, are you? <laughs> I'm the too busy protesting to wait, sit through this. Yeah, you're out of control. All right, we have a new zone here. It's called the JOP. It's the Joe McGranahan protest zone on the other side of and the tent. Unfortunately, tent. the oxygen supply is a little low this morning because you didn't come Well, we're on. running low. We were going to take down the tent, so I didn't order new oxygen. So I'm not sure what to do. I can give you a lot, but then you won't have any tomorrow. Well, maybe tomorrow we'll take the tent down. No, we're not planning to do that either. <laughs> well, then you better order more oxygen. Yeah, we're starting the... We have some propane. Oh, that's great. Thank you. <laughs> I'm sure you'd love to slip that in here. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the end of Joe. Hey, hey, Joe. Joe, hello, Joe. <laughs> All right. You oh. can't even think of one. You would be a terrible protest leader. <laughs> I know. I get messed up on this. <laughs> so hey, it's the, uh, hey, hey, ho, ho, uh, somebody there got to go, but... <laughs> I know, whenever they say that, say his name, I say, mm, what's his name? Can we try this one on you? What do we want? Uh, peace. Justice. When do we want it? It's ASAP. <laughs> no. Joe says write a letter to your legislator. <laughs> on the mark. Sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. Joe watched quite a bit of the protest overnight that related to uh, trying to pull down the Andrew Jackson statue. So uh, there's some people with, who have tied ropes to Joe and keep pulling them towards the door. <laughs> All right. Uh, on the mark. Sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. Our toll-free line is open if you'd like to suggest that Joe go. Call 1-800-795-9565. That's 1-800-795-9565. Most of the complaints about the show have been asking me to go, so we'll put that out there. You can email us at onthemark.com, as one individual has done. And you can text us at 70236. If you're a Text Connect member, just reply to a previous message or start up a new one at 70236. And if you haven't heard, Text Connect is our system of notifying you in the event of a major breaking national or local story, closed roads, tornadic weathers, weather warnings, this kind of thing. It is an opportunity for us to tell you that uh, something major has happened in the world. So to please utilize Text Connect. You can sign up at WKOK.com. You will have to give us your cell phone number so that we can send you the text message. But uh, please, uh, not to worry. Uh, we don't sell that list. We don't give it to Joe. We don't let anyone else have any access to it. And so it's an opportunity for you to to uh, get our important messages from us. And then you can uh, reply. Text Connect is two-way communication, so you can send a note to the newsroom or the On The Mark studio anytime you wish via Text Connect. Well, that's very informative. Thank you, sir. You are just a fountain of information today. Trying to help here, trying to give you some good information. Okay, so Andrew Jackson's statue got pulled out. No, no, they tried to pull it down, but the park police or the police stopped them from doing it. So it got pulled at last night. Right, there were photos down. of guys up on top of it wrapping 
uh, ropes around the horse and around his neck and pulling it down. Okay, so then people tried to pull it down, but to no avail. Right. And, of course, they're they're upset because of his uh, spotty relationship with Native Americans. I won't call them Indians. We're not allowed to do that anymore, are we? They're Native Americans. Oh, they're Americans. indigenous people, Native indigenous Americans. Indigenous people. I don't, Native, Native American. That's six syllables. Indigenous people. Same amount. Well, not everybody loves <laughs> the term Native Americans because uh, we took Why? over they were here. here first? Well, we took <laughs> over here and called it American, Americas, uh, you know, that this would be the Americas. So uh, they, oh. everything was fine without the name before we got here. And, well, you know who they named it after, right? Amerigo Vespucci. Oh, okay. No, I wouldn't have thought of that. Well, um... <laughs> okay, and who's he? <laughs> he was an explorer. Okay. He was the one who actually found the mainland of the United States, I believe. To okay. check back. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Christopher Columbus was down wandering around the Bahamas somewhere. And the people that were in these New Americas were called Indians because... because they were set, they set off to find another route to India. Okay, so these they thought these would be the people of right. that. Right, they India, thought when they got here, they route. assumed that's who they had found. <laughs> and Columbus did what to the natives when he found them at the uh, in the particular islands that are called the... He exploited them. Okay, <laughs> enslaved them, killed them, exploited them, tried to ship them back, but many didn't make it because of disease and starvation. Well, and they discovered tobacco here, too, and grew that and sent that back. So. And gold? Well, they always were looking for gold. Okay. The legends of uh, Del Oro, the gold. Mm-hmm. But ser- seriously, we we cannot keep going this way. Someone, I love the thing you sent me Back this morning. Back to the morning. statue. Well, that and the, this morning you sent me that uh, meme, which I found hilariously funny, that Cracker oh. Jacks is offensive to white people because the term Cracker is a derogatory term for them, and they're changing the name to Caucasian Jacks. Is Cracker <laughs> really derogatory, though? Well, black people sometimes refer to us as Cracker. Right, but I, I don't think they mean that we're, we're terrible, dumb, rotten, racist, or anything. They just call us my <laughs> Lawrence's worthless impression is that it was almost a playful name. I a could playful be wrong. name. Of course, okay. I think I think the uh, chop in Seattle is uh, festive. So, do you <laughs> really? What I know. You understand they're trying to disam- dismantle it. Well, now. that's another topic. Let's let's uh, let's pick a topic and stay with it here. So, well, we are. We're talking about all these protests and things like that. Everybody's getting upset. Related. I think it's all related, and it's it's just going over the edge, in my opinion. I know you're going to say, get off my lawn, there you go again, but I, I think you know, Andrew Jackson was not the most noble of men. But the, they didn't erect the statue to him because of the Trail of Tears when he forced the Indians to march to another area to get out of them. Not because he fought many duels and uh, <laughs> had a rather checkered personal life, but because he won the War of 1812 for us at the Battle of New Orleans. He was a great hero in that regard. So that's why we erected the statue to him. And who who were we imposing our will on in New Orleans? Well, we were trying to beat back the British who had burned our capital and were impressing our seamen and causing serious problems for us on the high seas and our trade. And we declared war on them, and we fought the war. Actually, the Battle of New Orleans was fought after the peace treaty had been signed. But communication being what it was back then, it did get here for a while. But in, in Andrew Jackson won that great victory nevertheless. So They couldn't just call New Orleans and tell them, hey, it's No, over. no, no, they couldn't. Hmm. 
And, of course, he did it with help from pirates and a bunch of other people. So, all right, well, never mind. I'm not going to talk about how you transfer messages back in well, the day. But, but seriously, I mean, you know, all these people are flawed to some extent. If we only erected statues to absolutely perfect people, I think many Christians would submit the only statue we'd have would be one of Jesus. Okay, 1-800-795-9565. Uh, we have uh, Mike from Bloomsburg on the line. Good morning, Mike. You're on the mark. Good. Uh, the main reason I call is I do want to talk about the uh, Trump rally failure, but uh, in conjunction with your opening statements, uh, I'm thinking to myself while I'm listening to you, if I would have you know, kind of been in suspended animation for the first 60-some years of my life, and then uh, four years ago they, they gave me a blank slate, okay, and I had to start all over with my brain, just hearing everything over the last four years, I think the conclusion that I would have today is the world would be so much of a better place if America didn't exist. Based on what I'm seeing in the news every day, what I'm uh, being told, you know, how, how many failures the United States system has with its you know, free market capitalism, its form of government, uh, its racism, and, and all that. I, I would just, you know, to me, I, I think the message... You know, you and you know the three of us. We're not we're not thinking like that. But I but I have to think that people that haven't formed an opinion of what's good about this country have to be thinking, hey, this is this country is a bad country and it's got to be changed. Well, I think that's an interesting thought, uh, you know, and I, I, I think you could say that not only about this country, but maybe some other countries, you know, maybe we'd be better off with, uh, you know, communist China or some other country that might oppress people. Well, I, I hope but you're being facetious, I, because look at all the good America's to, done. If I could be permitted to finish. Well, you are. But you, you will not find another country in the world that thinks that there are some ideals and some justices and some equality and some fairness that should happen in the world and strives and pushes and protests and loots and riots and tries to make those ideals slowly happen to their fullest extent. I don't know of any country that set up a series of ideals that is based on justice and fairness and equality that while we haven't achieved all of that, and if you miss this past 60 years, don't look at the past two because then you'll really be disappointed. But I, I think, you know, this is, I called it this yesterday, and I think this is what it is. This is another major progressive growth spurt forward for the U.S. You really think so? Well, we're learning more about how, you know, even if you don't agree with Black Lives Matter, or you don't think that, you know, you don't think that, uh, you think blacks have all the opportunities they need now. No, I it's think just a matter of on the books they do. I'm not saying that we've delivered on the promise. I'm saying that okay. the promise is codified in the law. All right, but this is a conversation we wouldn't have been having at this time last year. Well, we could have. But in any event, we don't typically talk about this, so therefore, uh, I think more knowledge is getting out there. You have protesters in Lewisburg that, you know, walked their circuit and said every house they went past, people applauded and had thumbs up. So this is being brought up and talked about. So, uh, you know, of course, you know me. I'm an optimist. Well, you love a good protest. In well, Lewisburg, they protest every well, week, so but, it's hard to keep them all straight. Well, but I, I think we're making progress. Do you, do you catch my drift, Mike? I, I do, but the only thing I, I disagree with you on is it seems like anything is okay to achieve those goals. And I, and I mean destroying, you know, basically destroying people's lives 
you know, for, you know, I mean, I, there were, like I said, I grew up with uh, two black families in my school district, one in my, in my town, okay? And, you know, when we played sports, hey, there were some things said with some of the other guys, okay? And, and that was, you know, 60 years ago or so. If I was running for uh, elected office today, and, and, and the one black kid that we hung around with came out and said, hey, Mike, Mike called me this, you know, that, that could be news. When, when it's not news, you know? So I, I think that this, I, I think the, the term is called the cancel culture now. That's what the, the left or the right is using. But to me, the cancel culture is real. There has to be some moratorium on things that happened in the past and, and attitudes. Because and, and, people change, you know, as Hillary said, she evolved, I evolved, many people evolved. Okay, so that, that's what I really want to say about that, but real quickly... Well, like, before to, you do that, let me just comment on what you're saying. I think the United States of America is almost unique among countries. We fought wars to end fascism. We didn't do it to collect territory for ourselves. We left afterwards. I always remember that General de Gaulle wanted American troops out of France, and I forget who it was. It was probably General... One of the American generals said, "You does that include the ones who died fighting for French freedom? and are buried here. You know, we've never taken anything for long unless there was a valid reason for it. And we've, we've set people free. We've, we, we had the Marshall Plan after World War II to feed our enemies. We How many countries do back. that? We didn't enslave them. You know, we, we tried to help them and set them back up on their feet. Japan became our, one of our major competitors because after the war, despite the fact that they created the war and started it by bombing us on, without warning, you know, we rebuilt their economy. We made them into a great country. And we welcomed their scientists and their businessmen into our country to see how we did it. Right. You know, and they took those ideas back, and they were able to build new, you know, from what was destroyed. You know, I agree with you uh, 100%. And, and I think it all goes back to, to what I was saying before. People are being taught that the United States is bad. Now, Mark, you, you have a different spin on that, and, and I respect that. But, but the reality is, there are people, venomously, they think the, the United States is a horrible place. I mean, wow. Hey, let me just say about the Trump rally, and this is my take on this. Okay. I think the news media is really uh, uh, failing in the last four years. Okay. It, my opinion is, number one, it's not news unless it can be spun negatively against Trump. Okay. So Trump did not have the people that he expected to be there. To me, right away, the, the media should have been saying, hey, why aren't they there? And it was obvious. Old people like myself that normally would go to something like that, we stayed the heck away because we're not going to roll the dice with uh, COVID because it could be a death sentence for, for you know many Trump supporters. And secondly, the thing that was completely overlooked was, hey, let's face it, over the last, what, three to four weeks, people have been watching the TV and they've seen some horrendous things that happened to innocent people just because they were in the wrong place at the wrong time. And, and I think many people that would have gone to Tulsa decided, hey, I don't want to be in the wrong place at the wrong time with my wife and my children. So I think that was a big deterrent to the crowd. And, and, and to me, you know, if, if, the tide, if the tables were turned and this was a, a Biden fail, I think the media would have been digging for all the reasons people didn't show up. But boy, we didn't we didn't hear about that for like a day and a half until after they got done saying how bad Trump stunk and how bad he's losing support because he didn't have a big crowd. I don't think the media does their job. In fact, 
you know, we talk about super spreaders. To me, the real super spreaders are the super spreaders of stupidity on all these networks that we have on TV now. Oh, I'd like to say I completely agree with you. <laughs> well, and uh, if, the, if what you say is true, and uh, you know, certainly there's a lot of elements of indisputable truth in what you say, uh, as time goes on, all that will bear out and will be uh, fixed. In other words, if you have uh, TikTok and other teens that are buying tickets and then not using them, and if you have people afraid of crowds, they'll learn that they don't have to be afraid of crowds. If they're concerned about COVID, maybe they'll, you know, I, I'm not sure what the precaution will be for that. Maybe President Trump will have more outdoor rallies. That seems to kind of uh, help in the social distancing aspect. But I, I think what's going to happen, you know, this was just the first one, so it's being hyper-scrutinized, but uh, in the long run, uh, both uh, candidate Biden and President Trump will be able to have successful rallies that where everything goes precisely how they want it to. But here's the thing, and I'll amplify on what you said. There's a lot of report of Trump rally bad. People are going to die. The COVID virus is terrible. It's going to infect them. Yet yesterday there was an, on the news media a picture of the NASCAR drivers and staff supporting Bubba, is it Bubba Wallace, the racetrack, the black race driver. They're all shoulder to shoulder, no masks, hugging each other. That's good. But Trump rally, bad. The virus knows who Trump is and wants to get him. I think all the people at the, at the NASCAR were wearing a mask. That's why I don't know. They weren't. Look at the video again, my okay. friend. Certainly so at the I race they were. the days when the, when the Democrats and the left, they used to mock NASCAR. You know, they, 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 they were the, you know, the deplorables that voted for Trump. And now, <laughs> now they're being paraded all over. You know? so it's amazing how, how, how an agenda, an agenda-driven news cycle can, can accept anything as long as it supports their bias. Yep, you got that right. All right, hey, thank thanks. you. Thanks yeah, thank lot, you, Mike. Mike. Appreciate the call. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. Stand by, Dale. We got to take a quickie break. We'll be right back. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over one hundred years, the Merce family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC Way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC Way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC Way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC Way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC Way. The SMC Way wins every time. Subway Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at SunburyMotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. Oh, we are so glad to say Dale is patient and has time to invest in the On the Mark. So, Dale, you get to go next. You are on I the Mark. Yeah, what a trust that he have you for us today. Go ahead, I totally agree with Mark. I mean, uh, our founding fathers, uh, it wasn't about them. It was about creating a new system called democracy. In order to democracy grow, you got to clip the old leaves. So I think that it's a great time. The CIA basically are using the Trump administration and the media called Operation Mad Reaction in order to trim the old leaves. And there's going to be new blossoms. 
But you, uh, you know, I would just. You do realize uh, that this is a republic, not a democracy. Oh, here we go. Okay, well, the system is a democracy. Okay. No, and the system is republic. Is a better system than dictatorship. Okay. And order for new blossoms, you have to trim the old leaves. Okay. So it wasn't about our founding fathers. It was the system that they put in. It wasn't about statues and all like that. It's all about the new blossoms. And I think that we're headed in the right direction. I just think that the CIA is doing a good job because it's called <clears throat> Operation uh, Mad Reaction. They're using the media and our political system for it. So I think all the, t all the tools are going in the right direction. I just think the acceptance for a lot of people, which acceptance is... If people with arrogance can't accept change. But, I mean, I think it's going in the right direction, and I think democracy will always win. It's a great system. So I just think that, you know, it's just a new form. And I think that, you know, we need to accept the change. I mean, the statues and all like that, I don't think our founding fathers are worried about that. They're probably more proud of the system being, you know, growing new blossoms. So I, I think you need to look at the biggest picture, not, not, not looking into the weeds. But, yeah, bad reaction is being pumped through uh, media, all media. So that that's, you know, same okay. thing with our leadership. Our local police are way better leaders than our federal government. And, you know, we all know the obvious. So I just think that, you know, keep feet flat on the ground, you know, uh, psychological warfare is just a tool that they use, you know, for new blossoms. So, I don't know. Hmm. I just try to look at the bigger picture, but I know democracy works. All right. And well it, said. It's being formed. You yeah. know, they, they refer to the correct name of uh, North Korea as the Democratic People's Republic. <laughs> Not all republics are good. Mike, you're on the mark. You're next. Yes. Hi. Good morning. Um, my comment is that, uh, you know, people are being taught, someone said that America's bad. People can make up their own minds about all that, but you, you, people cannot ignore how the country got started. It, it pretty much wiped out a native culture, one way or the other. It brought slavery, and we're still fighting those two populations, Native Americans, and African Americans are still having to battle the battle in 2020. So, that, I mean, whether you think that's good or you think it's bad, people should know that. Kids, our kids should know that. And uh, maybe the statues, instead of tearing them down, they should just um, fix what it says on them and, and fill in the truth about. And so the founders all owned slaves, you know. So there were good things about them, but they did own slaves. People should people should know that. Women couldn't vote. The, the, the country was set up and women really had no rights. People should know that. So it's an evolving situation, and um, I think people really need to take a good look at how we came to be, and hopefully we can move forward and, and be better than that. You make a good point. We're not, we're not perfect, but we're striving for perfection, and we do it incrementally. It doesn't happen overnight. It doesn't happen in one big swoop. And it's, we're all creatures of our time. If only I hadn't said that five minutes ago and you strongly disagree. No, I didn't strongly disagree. <laughs> I didn't like the way you phrased it. Okay. <laughs> thank you, Mike. Go ahead. Any last... You're uh, welcome. Oh, thank no, you no. so much. 
<laughs> Thanks a lot, Mike. Really, really appreciate call again. the call. Thank you so much. Uh, Dick, you're going to be the last caller of the this, hour, or you? This is real quickly for Joe. I'm looking at a still photograph of the um, of the guys pushing the car yesterday, and everybody has a ma- mask on. I have a big screen computer. I'm, lo- I'm talking, mask on. talking about the, the... Not a video where they're walking by you. That's the first thing. Secondly, over in England, there's a, there's a move afoot because the Rice Krispies box has three white guys on it, so they would try, try, try to get rid of that. That's not true. We looked that, that up. Was. It is true. It, it is fails true. the Snopes test. <laughs> no, anyhow, so my next thing is, is you know, Trump and his press secretary are running around. They're, they're doing too many tests. They're finding too many people with the virus. My point is that's not causing the virus. In fact, it's better if you find people because there's more chance that they'll take some kind of precautions then and not get around as many people. For example, down in Florida, those 16 girls that went bar hopping all together and all came down with the virus. If they hadn't tested them, they would be out infecting more people. So the fact that they, they're testing people, it's not causing the virus by testing people like he seems to indicate. If that in case, don't test anybody. Right, that's a good point. Well, and Dr. Levine always warns about that. She says, uh, you know, don't take the numbers of positive tests with a grain of salt, but know that these are individuals who uh, became symptomatic and subsequently got tested, and that, you know, they got sick, but they had been out and about. They had been at the picnics and barbecues and or protests and or rallies or whatever. WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark. Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show. On the mark, I'm Mark Lawrence. Joe McGranahan is here. He's going to stand down for five minutes while we visit news headlines. Rob Sander no, is I'm not. our fabulous producer. You can visit sunburymotors.com to see their entire Ford, Lincoln, Kia, and Hyundai pre-owned uh, and their pre-owned inventory. Those are two separate categories. The new vehicles, Ford, Lincoln, Kia, Hyundai. And select your perfect vehicle and purchase it online right from your home. If you're considering having some work done on your vehicle, now is the time to do so. Do so at the Quick Lane, and then while you're there, go out and check out your new Ford, your new Lincoln, your new Kia, or your new Hyundai, or a pre-owned vehicle that's in perfect condition. Just walk around, tell the salespeople that you're going to look around, and they'll summon you when your car's done at the Quick Lane. I guarantee you, no matter what's wrong with your car, they, they you won't have time to finish the whole Sunbury Motor Company lot, uh, because they have thousands of vehicles uh, to look at. So you got to kind of hone in on what you're looking at. Maybe it's the new Ford Ranger truck when you see that black one that's got the six-foot bed and the power rear window and the sunroof and the two rows of seats and the uh, four-wheel drive Raptor package uh, and a tow package uh, and a big motor package. That's mine, so you can't have that one. But you can have any of the other ones that are down there. In fact, if you want mine, go ahead and they'll get me another one. But it is an opportunity for you to enjoy finding the perfect vehicle, getting your vehicle fixed at the quick lane, getting your vehicle washed, getting yourself aligned, getting yourself pumped up with nitrogen or getting yourself repainted, it's a perfect opportunity for you to be super served by the Sunbury Motor Company. Please check them out at sunburymotors.com.
www.beaverspring.com. In the news today, Route 235 is closed just south of Beaver Springs because of an injury accident that happened before 7 a.m. today. It involved a tractor-trailer rollover. It's closed between Beaver Springs and Juniata County. A detour is posted. It'll be closed for several hours more, at least an hour more, according to PennDOT. Nine new COVID-19 cases have been confirmed in the Valley in their daily update Monday. State Department of Health said there have been eight new cases confirmed in Northumberland County, bringing the total in Northumberland County to 279. Also, four deaths have occurred in Northumberland County. The other new case was in Union County. As Seedlands Grove School District gets ready for the fall semester with face-to-face classes in the school buildings on campus, they'll have to deal with social distancing and dealing with large groups of students in the room, like at lunch. The superintendent, Chad Gorse, tells us that they're going to come up with a scheme to deal with all of this, and they have a wide range of options ready. As a school building, we're certainly limited by the size of the classroom. In most cases, we will not be able to keep students six feet apart and mask. We still haven't made a final decision on that yet. But right at the moment, I'd say mask would be optional and not mandatory. Course, uh, Dr. Chad Course says students will most likely be split between classrooms and the cafeteria during lunch. He gave us a full update at WKOK.com on our podcast page. In 1986, two-year-old Corey Edkin of New Columbia disappeared, but he didn't walk away from his home. He wasn't kidnapped by someone, and state police say they have confidence whomever is responsible for his disappearance will be brought to justice. And an update authority say they're still investigating. The 1986 disappearance of the boy. Uh, we do have an update posted at WKOK.com. A video of a spray painter in Sunbury has gone viral after ri- white, writing White Lives Matter on a fence, but spelling white incorrectly. The video went viral on social media and the TMZ uh, global site overnight. In the video, the spray painter spelled white as W-I-G-H-T-E, and he's being heavily criticized and scoffed at by of social media. Since then, we hear from Councilman Chris Reese that the fence has been painted over. Reese says the incident's not a reflection of the city, and the city is all about promoting diversity, although the fence took a beating on social media and... Do you think anybody's really is. that bad a speller, or this was some kind of a put-up job, perhaps? I, I vote for put-up, but <laughs> I'm a skeptic about everything. Anything put in plain sight, I don't believe it. Uh, let's see, in western Pennsylvania, where's Uniontown? In western Pennsylvania. All right, okay, that's all you need to know. Which county? Uh... All righty. Fairfield? No, I'm not certain. Green County. Green County, okay. A, a Pennsylvania man is being... No, I, that was a guess, not, not oh, a declaration. Okay. A Pennsylvania man is being credited with saving a Uniontown police officer's life after he helped pull him from a burning car Sunday night. And Dylan McLee said he didn't hesitate to save the human life. The 31-year-old black man has had several bad interactions with police officers, including having filed a wrongful arrest lawsuit against state police after he spent a year in jail before being acquitted in a situation where video proved he had disarmed a gunman, not pointed a gun at officers, as was alleged. McLeese said Monday he wants more people to look at individuals and not judge all police based on one interaction. And he said something else that's worth noting. I have a longer story than yep. you do. Please, go right He ahead. said there is value, and this is the man who had spent time in jail for a year crime jail. he didn't commit. He said there is value in every human life. We are all children of God, and I 
I can't imagine just watching anyone burn, he said. No matter what other people have done to me or other officers, I thought this guy deserves to make it home safely to his family. Now, that's what that's how you solve racism in this country, by people behaving like that and being good examples of how to live with others and get along with others instead of all the protests and the signs and the shouting. Live the good life. And this guy, uh, he's got another criminal charge pending. I hope he beats it. You know, and I hope the state police withdraw it because apparently they were unfair to him as well. All right, 1 800 795 upper right hand corner, Joe, and then we'll hit the phone. Okay. Uh, Ken says the B- Black Lives Movement matter, uh, movement and the tearing down of statues and wiping out our history is a long term goal to indoctrinate the youth and the U.S. citizens that our founding fathers were racist and the Constitution was a racist document and should be rewritten to reflect a socialist philosophy. If you research, you will find out that the founding leaders of Black Lives Matter are Marxists. They say it themselves that they are trained Marxist. Patrice Cullors, 36 years old, Opal, Opal Tometi, and Alicia Garza. And that's three of the, the founders. Three of the founders. And it's signed by Ken. Right. All right, we appreciate that email. Stan, thank you for waiting through all of that. You are on the mark. Hey, how are you this morning, guys? Yeah. We're, we're uh, great. For one thing, I'd love to know the attribution of that last one. I know lots of members of Black Lives Matter, and none of them are Marxist or wouldn't even claim to be, or we want to call that. You, said you the founder. guys read those stories and don't say, wonder who made that one up. But Sam, I'm calling Sam, about this well, Sam, just one show, second. Just one second. How much Sam, of the race did you see Sam, just, just one second. Those people, he didn't say they were just all members. He said they were founders, not founders. the members. Yeah, right. I, I don't know the attribution of that. And, boy, that's not at all what Black Lives Matter means. No matter how much you laugh at it and demean it, you've never been black, so you have no idea what's <laughs> going on. How much of the race did you watch oh, yesterday? You do, as I gather, you do have... You do know what's going on, and you're not black. I do not know what's going on, but okay. I'm willing to try admission. to figure it out. Okay. I try to listen to why somebody has a problem. You might understand why a Native American or an Indian or someone whose land was taken from here, family sickened and moved into concentration camps, you might understand why they were upset. I don't believe the American founders had concentration camps, Dan. If you check back in history, you'll find that's not the case. Oh, that's true. They were called reservations, but I got a question for you. How much of the race did you watch yesterday? I didn't watch any of it. I'm not an NASCAR fan. I, How I saw did the photo- you know that there were unmasked people? I saw the photographs of it, and let, but some of them were masked, some of them weren't. But none, none of, of them. Well, wait a second, let me finish. None I of them. Through that crowd and none of them. None of them were practicing social distancing in the photo I saw, which supposedly is just as serious as not having a mask on. Then thing is not as important. It isn't now. I oh, wouldn't okay. have been in that crowd. I'll tell you right away. I don't want to be close to anybody, but I believe that you should not just make up stories about people not having masks. I saw Yesterday was a very special day for a very, very right-wing redneck sport. 
and I was very impressed. Well, I think it's great that they did what they did. I have no problem with that, but I'm just saying, that, and you're missing my point entirely, when it comes to Donald Trump having a rally, that's bad. The virus is going to get him. You know, they're, they're going there unmasked. Well, there were masked people at Donald Trump's rally, and I'll admit there were masked people at NASCAR. But there were also unmasked people, and again, they were standing shoulder to shoulder. And that, go, that go close... Look at, I know where you got it, out of the daily item. Go look at that again. Try to find a single unmasked person beside possibly Bubba. I'll have to get a big enough picture to blow it up. But I saw. Yeah, and but wait, sir, let me finish. Let me finish. I saw several other. That aren't there. Let me finish. Sam, would you let for once in your life? Would you let me finish? <laughs> oh, there were several other photos around the celebration, and those people, some of them were wearing masks, and some of them weren't. I just showed a picture to Mark that about half the people were masked and half the people were not. So what? <laughs> All right, and I, go ahead. I honestly didn't see that yesterday. Anyway. I don't doubt that you didn't. I just saw it here, and I showed Mark the picture. Okay. And the point is that Joe would like to say that there's no point in trying to make progress in the U.S. on any of these topics because some NASCAR oh, no. drivers didn't I wear understand. a mask. Because he might have to get rid of money he never got from a... Uh, uh, stimulus package that we pay for, you never got, and you're very happy with the president for taking it from me and not giving it to you. I hate to and tell I've you, but I never I, understood that. Well, that you don't. You, you, you're right when you say you don't understand things. I got a stimulus check, same as everybody else. Well, of course you did. No, I'm talking about the original stimulus where he gave the uh, corporations oh. big tax breaks and said that he helped the rest of us. And because you believe everything that liar says, you say, well, I must be rich now. And you, well, you disbelieve I, everything he says, even when he's telling you the truth. So what's the difference? Uh, How when is he know? telling us the truth? <laughs> <laughs> that Antifa stopped people from going to the rally? That uh, uh, the Black Panthers messed up the vote some years Tell ago? Do you support two Black Panthers? Two, not uh, uh, you guys are so. Well, give me, give me, give me your, give me your explanation for the reason to support the Black House Autonomous Zone near the White House. You think that's a good idea? Uh, well, I'll tell you what. I'm not a black guy, so I can't tell you whether it's a good idea. I think politically, it sure made you talk about it. You love not to think about things that are uh, kind of uncomfortable for you. No, now, that's you not to. true. That that's not true at all. When no, you say that, you throw that stuff true. out, but that's not true. I talk about things that are uncomfortable for me all the time. The only difference between you and me is I approach them with an open mind, and yours is closed tight. Oh, okay. if, if if you happen to I have an open mind. I'm going to keep the can opener away from mine. I'll tell you, I'll tell you that. Anyway. Well, no new please, ideas have gotten in there in a long time, then. Get it right. Okay, and no new ideas have gotten through that head of yours in quite a while, my friend. Uh, but I'm hoping. I'm, you're well, on my prayer list. Thank you for the insult. I always put that in the, gee, I love Republicans uh, column. Well, yeah, you know, you you, you love that when we uh, love to call out insults on you. But you insult me right back, buddy, and you have for years. Absolutely and I take it. I do. And I take you it. You deserve it, and so do I. Dan, <laughs> <laughs> so I love you, going. buddy. Take care of yourself, pal. See ya. See you later. You thank too. you so much. Uh, Billy, last caller before a quick break here on the mark. Uh, I didn't call in about this subject, but I just wanted to say really quick. Dan was asking about attributions of that information. Billy, your phone line's breaking up. Uh, your phone line's breaking up. You're, we're hearing you in bits and pieces. Are, are, are you on a cell phone? Yeah, is it any better now? No, it's no. not. 
All right, tell you what, right, you call I'll, back and I'll, we'll I'll take the break. On another line. And we'll meet after the top of the, or after the commercials. All right, he's gone. Here goes. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merce family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. 1-800-795-9565. Billy's going to be calling us again, so he'll move to the front of the line. Find a phone that isn't breaking up. We hope he does call back. But in the meantime... We have several texts uh, we'll take care of, and we have several emails, too. Uh, one of our texters says, Do you have to be a member of Black Lives Matter to believe Black Lives Matter? I can't believe Mark didn't know who America was named for or why we called indigenous, indigenous people Indians. Yeah, I remember the Indian part, but I didn't remember... Amerigo Vespucci. Oh, thank you. I would not have, we talked about that during the break. Joe is shocked, too, that I didn't remember that particular explorer. And then uh, one of our other texters says, Joe, is Than reading your mind again, telling you how you think? Well, Than's very fond of doing that. Uh, another yeah, text, Joe, but can read everybody's mind. Another text says, the founders of Black Lives Matter have been on video saying that they have Marxist ideals. That's where that story comes from. And finally, uh, the last text of the morning that we have in the box already says, Good morning. If you get the virus, if you get the virus, if you don't die from the virus, you do get very bad lung damage from it. Okay. Are you aware of that? I wasn't aware oh, of that. Some people do, absolutely. Yes, yeah, there's some do. people that are uh, significantly and long-term. And then our, our friend Tom says, Oh, really, Joseph? <laughs> How about the Indians? You and Mike, our first caller this morning, deserve each other. <laughs> you know, Tom, if this country's so horrible, why are you here? Why oh, do stop you stay? It. Joe. <laughs> Knock it off. What? Well, he's never you don't want people word. with opposing views to leave the country. You want them to fight for positive change, all right? That's the way we do it here. Is that the way we do it? Yes, okay. okay. Would, would you like it if Rosa Parks had just kept going to the back of the bus? Nope. Okay. So do you, But you would have preferred that she just go to another country? No. Oh, she, I see. Fight for change is good for black she, people, but not for the, you. No, no. That's, uh, this is just talk. Oh, really, Joseph, how about the Indians? Rosa Parks stood up for what she believed in and took a stand, mm -hmm. and she made positive change for the country. Okay, so... <laughs> writing, writing a note to me on the radio show is saying, Joe, how about the Indians? is not making positive change for the country. And there are people, I mean, our good friend Tom seldom has a good word to say about the United States of America. <laughs> All right, well, is that's that an unfair <laughs> question? If somebody always calls up and finds just the bad stuff about the country, isn't it a fair question to ask, well, why are you here? 
because we love this country. We're trying to make it better. <laughs> Stand down. All right, we do have one update from the newsroom. Matt Catrillo's over there. He's clackety-clacking away. He says Route 235 is going to be closed the rest of the day. The blockage is just south of Beaver Springs. There was a tractor-trailer accident earlier today. Hopefully no serious injuries there. Uh, but Route 35 is going to be blocked at that location. A detour is posted. One of our listeners sends us a text says the detour literally takes you to the middle of nowhere, but then you come back. <laughs> you do come back from nowhere. Well, I know when you get to Richfield, the Verizon service uh, cuts out there. So, Well, we run a commercial that says there. Beaver Springs is the middle of nowhere. Okay, but right. It's halfway to somewhere, right? <laughs> right, you're always halfway to somewhere. All right, uh, and uh, we have another email that says, Good morning, my opinion. What we are really seeing is socialism versus freedom. Our voting this November will tell us how and where our future will be going. I don't think that's true. You know, just because you don't agree with a Democrat or Joe Biden, it doesn't mean it's socialism. That's the whole Fox funnel things where, you know, if they say it, it must be true. So if Joe Biden isn't Republican, he must be socialist. It's really a shame. Fox has never called Joe Biden a socialist. Oh, gosh, Joe, please. <laughs> they say he's being driven to the left by elements oh. in his party that are socialist. I don't think left Jim. on his own devices that Joe Biden is anything other than a centrist. When somebody says that either Can you, you vote me? for Donald Conservative, Trump... I said I think Joe Biden's a centrist. Okay, fine. Uh, do you think that... What do, what's your reaction when you hear one of our great listeners, and we appreciate the emails and the text, say, it's either Trump or Marxist socialism? What's, what's your reaction? Well, that depends to me on what he does once he's in office. If he winds up taking a vice presidential candidate who has socialist leanings, oh, and if he bows to the extreme left wing of his party, the same way I worry about Donald Trump bowing to the extreme right wing of his party, we're going to have problems. No. Right. Don't think so. We're going to push back, and we're not going to have socialism or Marxism in the U.S., right? Who's going to push back? Uh, under, what circumstance? under what circumstance? Everybody. No, I'm sorry. There are many people, I agree with oh our earliest God. writer, there are many people who would like to see the United States take a turn towards socialism. And, of course, our friend Tom would say, we already are. We it's, have all these socialist uh, programs. It's not tragic. It's just very sad. All right. I agree. You are very sad, but I'm hoping for you. <laughs> Thank you. But tomorrow's a new day. Right. Uh, one of our listeners says on the topic of bringing down Stonewall Jackson. No, or not no, Stonewall no. Jackson. Andrew Jackson. Stonewall. <laughs> a different Jackson. Uh, let's see. Uh, Joe, what do they say? They say the protesters forgot that President Jackson's nickname was Old Hickory. All right. And what, what's noteworthy about Hickory? I don't know. It's I'm not an authority wood. on woods. It's one of the hardest woods. I thought oak was hard. Well, it is, but not as hard as hickory. And hickory okay. is used in uh, bowling pins a lot of the time because it's so hard. And they also use it on... And they and they use it in nursery rhymes, hickory dickory dock. <laughs> the mouse ran up the clock. Dan, spare us. Save us from this madness. Hey, hey good morning, guys. I, Joe, there what you were talking about, socialism versus Trump. I agree with you. This election is one of the most important following the last election, which was very important for the fight against socialism. So I agree with your premise. And Trump is not never ran as a far right wing, and he's not far right wing, as you know. He. Uh, He's pretty much, uh, he's, of course, right of center, but he's not an extreme right-wingist. You can look at the money we spent in the last couple months that he approved of and didn't even argue about it. 
but my main call is about the indigenous people. Here's what could happen. We could become the indigenous people that are displaced by another power if time went on, which I don't think it will. You wonder why there's people displaced by other powers. Part of the reason is when a country turns their back on truth, on the almighty God, they are displaced. And th this is what happened in our country. We had people coming in here that absolutely believed in absolute truth. And the poor Native Americans or indigenous people here, they were worshiping everything under the sun, including the sun. And God permitted them to be displaced because of their error of their ways. And in God's mercy, missionaries were able to reach some of them indigenous people with truth so that they would be saved from a really bad disastrous afterlife and that's why god god uses this and you study jewish history in the holy bible this has happened time after time after time a pagan people were displaced like the Israelis displaced the Canaanites which were their their idol worship was so far out of hand they had sexual orgies in the temple with their gods they were far out and God displaced them with the Israelites. Okay, how does that relate to all the goings-on well, today? Well, first of all, discussing? I think, Dan, you might want to check your history a little bit because some of those wonderful missionaries who uh, went after the indigenous people, if they refused to accept their faith, they killed them. I didn't say they were perfect, Joe. <laughs> That's far from perfect, Dan. That is a little character flaw. <laughs> we're, we, but what we replaced the indigenous people with is a far better culture than they had. In Look our opinion, Dan, in our opinion it is. But I mean, I think that the, the Mayans and some of those other great civilizations would find some fault with what you just said. Uh, well, that, that's, their, that's their, like you said, that's their opinion. I base my opinion on the Holy Bible. And God, you know, I grew up in a period when God was honored. And we're kicking God out of everything in this day and age. And you have a legitimate point, Joe. And I'm not saying everything even the indigenous people did was totally evil. But what they did, they worshipped everything under the sun. Including and, the and, sun. And they had, they <laughs> okay. would have, we, we, if we turn... If we keep turning the way we're going right now, we keep going back and time goes on. 
say time goes on a couple more hundred years. All right, we got to we got to yeah. move on. But uh, well, maybe one thing about nice. you guys have a good one. Thank you so much. I don't think they, I don't think the uh, the the uh, the missionaries practice human sacrifice. I'll give them that. All right. Now uh, I've said it before. I'll say it again. Last caller before a quickie break. Billy, you're on the mark. Always starting in under the wire. Aren't you? Right. <laughs> All right, well, I, it wasn't originally the point I wanted to make, but Fan, when he called in, he asked about uh, the the origins of Black Lives Matter and, and asked for the source of that information. And I just want to say, if you go to blacklivesmatter.com, which is the official website of Black Lives Matter, and you look at the About Us, What We Believe um, category underneath their website, that stuff is listed. So it's it's not they're not hiding that stuff. I'm not sure that they're not proud of it. Uh, but <clears throat> ultimately, the reason I called is because I'm excited about the parade this Saturday. I appreciate uh, WKOK mentioning it and uh, just wanted to, I guess, promote it myself on the air for a moment. Uh, I think we have maybe close to 500 people now who have said they're interested in coming. So I think it's going to be a pretty good event. I'm hoping that some of the residents of Lewisburg and even residents from other places will bring their lawn chairs and sit as they normally would during a parade. I think there's going to be a lot more walkers this year than than drivers just because floats are uh, such a bigger deal to try to get coordinated. But sounds like there's going to be some fire company presence. There's going to be some elected official presence. Uh, and there's going to be a lot of... A lot of citizen participation uh, supporting and uh, remembering our dear veterans and all that they've done for our country and uh, the independence of our nation so just uh, wanted to give props to remind people about that okay Okay. all right sounds great belly thank you so much appreciate the call All right, Just uh, so, I appreciate that, but we are an issues program, not an events program. Well, but this is an issue. Okay. They canceled really, the okay. parade foolishly, and now we're going to honor veterans okay. in a better way, a different way. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. And Van says, love it or leave it. It's not the 60s anymore. If right, keep it right. If wrong, make it right again. You basically said, my way or the highway, and that's not the American way. Yeah, no, Van just, Joe just says that to be facetious. He doesn't really believe it. He fights for positive change. Right? Oh, no. Define positive change for me. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Not Marxism from Black Lives Matter. But everything else is okay. All right, we'll take a quick break. Stand by, Steve. We're going to be pushing the green button ASAP. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the FMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merce family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years.
Welcome back to the WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. Uh, let's go right to the caller. Steve, you're on the mark. Thanks for waiting. Go right ahead. Good morning, guys. Morning. Hey, I, I thought this was kind of ironic. There's a headline in this morning's uh, local paper. Trump claims foreign countries could use mail-in ballots to rig U.S. elections. And what? this is coming from the same guy who tried to enlist re-election help from Russia, from China, and from the Ukraine. So he has no particular problem with uh, foreign countries getting involved in our elections. But now he's going to use uh, foreign countries for his bogus uh, anti-mail-in ballot claim. And you don't think there's a credit. Do you think there's any margin for error in mail-in ballots? No valid point there at all. How about uh, you know there's uh, there's margin for error even in voting booth ballots. And and by the way, there's a, a little story uh, right next to the one that I gave the headline for. It says here that Vice President Pence and another half dozen senior advisors. To Trump have repeatedly voted by mail. So, I, you know, I don't get it. I don't get it. Why is it perfectly all right for Trump and Pence and his advisors to vote by mail? They got a problem with the general public voting by mail. Are you talking about absentee ballots? Or are you talking about massive mailings? Some states are mailing out massive amounts of ballots, and there's no guarantee they'll be no, returned it's by an the application person. for absentee. No, ballots. I saw that they were actually sending out ballots in one state. I forget which one it was, unless that story was inaccurate, or maybe I misread it. Or maybe it was, I think that was just an idea, and I think it was California. Was it? Okay, yeah, it was all right. Governor Newsom, you're right. That's I thought he did was I, doing I, that. I don't think he did. I think it was an idea. But you you chat chat and I'll I will. check. All right. In any event, just ask you a question. Can I can I just toss in a question? Sure, go ahead, Steve. Okay, why do you think so many people are interested in voting by mail-in ballot? They're lazy. Oh God. Baloney. Okay, that's a, that's the. Wrong you ask me why? All right. What else? Uh, well, I don't know. Uh, they don't want to go to the polls. They're worried about the virus. They don't want to show uh -huh. up in person. Ah uh ha! -huh. Uh -huh. You have hit the nail on the head. There are people out there, Joe. I know that you know you Trump supporters are not part of this. But there are people who take the pandemic seriously. <laughs> Those people don't want to wait on line, you know, tightly packed line for hours on end because they don't want to get sick. Well, our, look at our governor. He doesn't mind marching down the street shoulder to shoulder with people. Well, you see, very good, Joe. You know, you can distract and turn a conversation. You're very good at that. Well, you just but, don't like to hear the other side of something, Steve. Well, that's not the other side. That isn't the other side at all. We're talking about mail-in ballots. We're not talking about people marching in parades. And by the way, by the way, your previous caller just called just made a phone call about a parade, and I didn't hear either of you say anything about, you know, those parades can lead to heightened risk for coronavirus. But again, I'm not going to go there because Joe, I'm just playing right into your hands. The reason <laughs> people want to vote this year particularly by mail-in ballot 
is because they're concerned about contracting COVID-19. But here again, Donald Trump, your hero, Donald Trump, puts his re-election ahead, ahead of the safety of the American people. I mean... Oh, come now, Steve, that's a stretch. <laughs> not, not at all. It's just, just amazing. We have had uh, 44 presidents, and now we've had Donald Trump. And as bad as any of them might have been, I just can't remember any of them who would so blatantly, so blatantly have put their own self-interest above the health of the American people. Well, let me put it to you this way, Steve. I voted in the last election in the primary. I went to the polls and voted. I'm still here, and I don't have the coronavirus. Knock on wood. That's great. How many people were in line, Joe? That was a primary. It was not the general election, for starters. And again, it makes no difference. It makes no difference. Well, you're I about, think... you got election workers, you've got... And they were wearing masks. They were wearing masks. They were protected. There were hand, there was hand sanitizer. Okay. They had it safe. That's terrific. But we already know that if there's any uh, Trump supporters in line, they they will not be wearing masks. I was wearing masks. I was wearing a mask. You called me a Trump supporter. That's a That's mask. True. You called him That's my hero. One. Okay. I'll give you that, Joe. There's, there's one. All I'm saying is this whole mail-in ballot thing that Trump is trying to conjure up uh, is utterly bogus. It's putting his own self-interest ahead of the health and safety of the American people. I mean, so that's, that's kind of astounding. Oh, not really. Um, let's look at it this way. I would say you people on the left, you always accuse us of voter suppression, but yet the most guaranteed way to have a safe election, and we're certain of the result, is to have everybody come and provide proper identification to show that they are who they say they are and vote in person. That's the way we've done it for years in this country. That would be great. That would be great. Right now we have a pandemic. Right now just about 120,000 people in America have died of a pandemic there are people who want to try to stay healthy and those people should not be forced to have to risk their lives in order to to vote regardless of who they're going to vote for so then all they have to do is file for an absentee ballot and just say i'm going to be out of town that day what's the difference the well, difference is the that difference? You, the difference is it's not a wholesale deal. It's I've decided I don't feel safe, and I'm going to apply for the ballot. It's not a matter of convenience at that point. It's a matter oh. of personal safety. Oh, how does that absentee ballot get to the election bureau? By mail. But you're missing my point, and you're doing it deliberately. I'm saying <laughs> that the, the the absentee ballot is a, a, a Ooh, positive action. I have to take it. I have to say, I w I'm not going to be here. I'm going to vote by mail, as opposed to just giving me the willy-nilly right to do that, no matter what. All right. Thank you so much, right. Steve. Thank you, Steve. Have Thank a great day. You Thank too, you Steve. so much for listening. Thanks for calling. We'll let you sit in this chair in the weeks ahead. Uh, let's see. Somebody sends us a clipping from this.
San Francisco Chronicle. California will take the unprecedented step of mailing a ballot to every active registered voter this so. fall after Governor Gavin Newsom signed a bill Thursday intended to protect the November election against potential disruption by the coronavirus pandemic. Uh, the bill will require county officials uh, to count any ballot that's received within 17 days of the election as long as it's postmarked by Election Day. That's two weeks longer than current law, which sets a cutoff of Friday after the election. Newsom, who signed the bill without comment, tried to enact a similar mandate through executive order last month. His order requiring counties to send a mail ballot to every voter now faces legal challenges, primarily from, guess who? Conservative stick in the muds. Well, I mean, it's his right. It's the California determines its own elections. Okay. Uh, Chris, you're on the mark. Go right ahead. Yeah, uh, New York Times, which uh, you always call part of the mainstream media, and try to insult the quality of the paper when it's one of the be- it's probably the best in the nation, huh. along with the Washington Post. Double ha. <laughs> Chris, you have you're a going, lot of... You're going to get a triple ha. Tell me how fair MSNBC is. Chris, you have a lot of credibility until you stick up for the Post. You had me on the Times, but uh, you lost me on the Post. The but Post it, is a very good paper. <laughs> okay. But a very, very anti-Trump. You know, it's denigrating it. If the Post is lousy, name me one paper that's good. Oh, the Times is fabulous. I think the Harrisburg Patriot's an excellent newspaper. I think they try and strike a fair balance. I read them, I subscribe to them, and I support them. Okay. What, 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 uh, they probably have a lot of the Post articles in there. They carry occasional Post articles, but I think yeah. they check their veracity before they run them, as opposed to Post reporters who are more than willing to just fire from the hip and then correct themselves no, they later. they aren't, Joe. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a fiction. Says you. But anyway, moving on. Black. Uh, I looked at the Black Lives Matter website that Billy mentioned. No mention of Marxism. They do use the word liberation once, and they use the word comrade once. Oh well, that's it. I, there so you I go. I guess if that proves they're Marxists or communists, I guess that's it. They 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 use two words that that Marx used or or. What about what about the bi- what about the biographies of the founders? I think that's where they said it was. Did you read those? I read what we believe and are who we are. Did you read the I biographies read of the founders? All right, well, they're saying that no in the, Marxism involved. They're saying it's in the biographies of the founders. Oh, look. <laughs> and I'll say he said well, the one who said it was just said that it was. They ascribed to some Marxist ideals without specifying which one, and Marx has some very good ideals, actually. But we don't know what they are in terms of what they were in Black Lives Matter. So you can check that out yourself if you find anything else. And, uh, you know, when Billy was on explaining his faux pas the other day, I couldn't follow it at all. Uh, his reasoning for how it got there and why he did it exactly. And when I read it in the newspaper and they actually told me what it was he did, uh, and it didn't seem to follow what he was saying at all. So maybe you can explain that he can explain that again now that I actually know what he what it, what it was he forwarded since he avoided mentioning that on air. 
I'm not certain I'm with you. I'm aware of... Um, I heard what he said, why he used it, why he thought it was... Okay, he must have called in the day I wasn't here. Oh, oh on Friday. Uh, well, well, no, I think it was while you were here. I don't recall it. But anyway... But uh, anyway... Yeah, moving on. And moving on, uh, Trump seems to admit it, and maybe he's telling the truth. He hasn't said it was a joke. His, uh, the White House people have said it was a joke about discouraging testing in order to keep the count down. And that's something that he's done on a lot of things, is, is not, not allowing the government to report. He, he, he didn't have a quarterly report for the first time in 20 years or something because he didn't want to see what the result was going to be. Quarterly report on what? Last quarter. On what? The, the future, the prognostication for the fourth quarter of the year, or the third quarter, I forget, fourth quarter of the year, since it ends in October, I guess. They, they, uh, they, didn't, they didn't release that. They, Trump ordered it uh, not to be released, not to be done. Not and familiar with that. He, so. has a, he has a history of manipulating figures. Uh, and it seems very likely he did that because he's mentioned it three or four times. But, you know, he lies a lot, so we can't tell for sure. Oh, sure, yeah. Well, what do you mean? He doesn't lie a lot? <laughs> I don't think he lies a lot. I think oh, he God. exaggerates. No. <laughs> Please. Now who's being laughed at? <laughs> really? <laughs> Get off I, my lawn. I think he knows the truth when he sees it. He may see it very often. He doesn't see it often enough. But <laughs> he may see it all the time. He just never says it. He certainly and, does stretch it from time to time. And then when we get to uh, what Barr's been doing, they took over the D.C. Court of Appeals and put some Trump stooges in in order to uh, do specific things. And they tried to do that with oh. the New York district and failed. So, in other words, when a Republican appoints a judge, it's a stooge, but when a Democrat appoints a judge, it's I'm a wonderful jurist. I'm not stooges. I'm talking about firing people who are, uh, by all reports, doing a, a decent job in order to put on people in people who will do the job you want. But who's reports? probably involves... You're saying by all, by all reports. You're saying by all your reports. Friends. You're saying by all reports. Whose reports? Okay. We're going to have to end this, you guys. Time, We're going to have to end this love fest. It was a pretty good paper, at least Mark did. All right. Thank you Thanks. so much, Chris. Have a good week, Chris. Really appreciate the call. Talk to you later. Yeah. Well, we got texts and emails oh, and calls. Oh, we got We're way behind. So we'll be right back. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merce family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC Way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC Way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC Way. The SMC Way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years.
KOK Live telephone talk show on the mark. Just read a couple of those, Joe, if you All can. All right. One of our texters says, hey, Chris, where do donations to Black Lives Matter go? I'll tell you, Chris. Act Blue, a Democratic candidate campaign donation clearinghouse. How's that helping black lives, Chris? All right. Uh, Cindy, thanks for waiting. You're on the mark. Good morning, gentlemen. You know, uh, I'm always surprised when I hear people call this country a democracy because... Yeah, so am I. <laughs> in my history courses, uh, it's never been uh, farther from the truth that this is a democracy. It's not. It's a republic. Right. And what this, if, it, if we were a democracy, women would not have had to fight for 150 years to get the right to vote. We could have just had a plural... plural uh, vote, more people voted for it than against it, and we would have had the right to vote. Black people, we wouldn't have had to have a civil war. You know, the North outnumbered the South. They could have just voted it out. So I, it's important to understand that I think the, what form of government we have. And when they talk about the checks and balances of the Congress versus the President versus the Supreme Court, there were also lots of checks and balances of the governed the governors against the general people who at the time most of the people who were part of making the decisions about our country were uh, wealthy landowners or lawyers not very few i mean i name one that was just a working soul i don't think there was one but they knew about our country that the vast majority of people were illiterate, couldn't read, couldn't write. They didn't want those people whom they almost saw as a mob to have control. And so they put themselves in kind of a benevolent overlords, but they didn't want to call it that because, of course, we were throwing off the aristocracy. We didn't want lords and kings and dukes and duchesses. We wanted straight up. So they, gave, they assured themselves they assured themselves some power, but they didn't give power to the common folk. In fact, you know, I, I don't know if people realize it was only a, an amendment to the Constitution which gave us the right to vote for senators. Originally, senators were appointed by the government of each state. So, uh, you know, I, let's be real about the situation. If we were a democracy, things would be very different in this country, but we're not. Now, if we want to be a democracy, we could vote that in. We could go about changing the Constitution. If we could get enough people to agree with us and get enough states to agree with us, we could make that happen. Well, we'd have to rewrite the Constitution. Well, we'd is. have to make an amendment to the Constitution. That's right. A big one. All right. Thank you so much, Cindy. Thank really, you. Thanks for calling in. We've got more clarity than ever before. And we've got lots of unfinished emails and texts we'll have to pick up tomorrow morning, first thing. And next week, we have a bad...